0: And down
1: your spine. Away. Well, yep. hey, that shit sounds scary. Yep. You know what? It's scary in this time of year. Brooks Tober, guys. Darn right. What? What a bunch <laughs> of Segway crap that I'll probably cut out and start the show right here. <laughs> yeah,
2: man. Hooray! Yeah, because yeah, uh, what a bummer. I want to ask because I. <laughs> I've, but that's why I'm that's looking what at what Ryan's
1: talk- shirt here. That's why we're talking ah, about it, so about- we can bring it up. Yeah, we're talking That's about right. there Cobra. you go. Oh, look at Brian's shirt did. here. Yeah. Are, are you wearing like a uh, you wearing a horror shirt or is that is it? It's Doctor Strange. Oh, it's Doctor Strange. Ah, uh, I thought it was like a, a weird but Tales could shirt. count
0: as a horror comic and essentially kind For of sure. Lovecraftian. Ah, uh, I have ramped. Truth, I mean, uh, you uh, the, who's the, the Shumagoroth is essentially like an elder god. That's Doctor uh, Strange knowledge it's got the w- boom fell in yeah. deaf ears.
2: I am not it as did. familiar with Doctor Strange as I should be.
0: That's okay. I it's think Brooks of uh, most hey. of the Marvel characters, you would dig it because it goes hard into the uh, horror stuff and there the weird go. imagery. Some good stuff.
1: Good. The shirt design is very uh color out of space. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. That yeah. that awesome Nicolas Cage movie.
0: I have not seen watch. it yet, but I know what you're talking about. I cannot wait to, to dive into that one.
2: I need to I need to uh, see that one, too. It just looks interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. It was almost yeah. a choice this year. Instead, I went with weird Italian shit and the worst movie I've watched in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious to see how Demon Whoa. Knight's going to play out. I'm, ah, Sleepy almost not that I'll I'm, be honest. I'm, curi-
2: okay, I'm curious to see like, what that's... the Italian one's going to be like. I am too. I still haven't watched it yet. In Paris. I, you know what? That's that's great. You haven't. Yeah, I I really think <laughs> I'm really with Ryan on
1: that one. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> maybe not, maybe not,
2: also 2011 thing. The thing
1: here weird place for me to be in Ooh. defending my shit choice against unrelenting criticism. Yeah. Rare, I know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh well at least yeah at least yeah. we haven't beat you up about you not beating diablo 2 yet
1: true and also i, I totally shit it, on though. myself for picking sleepy hollow
0: it happens i, I get the i get yeah. the urge to go back to something you you dug when you were younger and then you do it and you find out often your younger self likes stupid shit so you don't do it you don't go back anymore and you just <laughs> so leave them I'm in the just... past as nice pleasant memories I'm spoiled. I have,
1: That's why I haven't. Yeah, I'm I not have, a fan of like those earlier Final Fantasies. Sorry, I, just I have had a to perfect
2: get a very, uh, analogy to that too. Um, so well, go ahead. One of then the we'll uh, talk more about shitty yeah, Final one Fantasy. Of the, one of the things that uh, <laughs> I did uh, whenever I first had kids, I was like, I came across a DVD of uh, Fraggle Rock. Do you remember this, Kyle? Oh, I fucking love Fraggle Rock. Okay, so yeah, you know I loved it as a kid too. Uh, then I sit there, and I watch it with my then like, two-year-old son, mm-hmm. you know, who's a teenager now, and I'm like, what? This is not as cool as I remembered it
1: being. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's looking at you like, what the fuck, Dad? This he sucks. Kinda, he
2: kind of was. Yep. Granted, yeah, he's, yeah. he also kind of somewhat taught himself to read slash I taught him how to read. Because he, when he was in his formative years, I was playing Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. Obviously, hmm. no dialogue in the game. So he'd ask, What's that say? So I'd actually read it out to him every time.
1: Nice.
2: So, uh, my it's wife a, just uh, sent me a text saying that I'm full of shit.
0: Nice. I love that. So she, is, she is Why? in the living,
2: living room. Yeah, I don't know why she says this, but that's okay.
0: You should say, she please elaborate. The,
1: <laughs> the uh, I think it's also part of, like, I think about this shit with my niece. Uh, hmm. So, like, when we had Fraggle Rock, that was, like, the height of, like, that type of shit. But, yeah. like, somebody like my niece, like, her favorite fucking show is Stranger Things, which is... Yeah. something that like i would fucking kill to be able to watch and to be able to watch it on demand like the other thing about fraggle rock was that it was on disney channel which was uh a channel that we didn't get because it was more mm-hmm. of the that was a pay channel that we didn't get access to uh single parent households mm-hmm. so seeing fraggle rock was also like a rarity but like fucking everybody has netflix you can watch all that shit whenever you want freely now it's it's well, a rarity, so, but I can see totally yeah. why kids now would think Fraggle yeah. Rock sucks.
0: Well, to your point too, it'd be like if if back then when we were wa- ro- watching Fraggle Rock and uh, do Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, whatever else you want to include in that umbrella, and then our parents being like, "Yo, check out uh, H R. Huff and, Huff and Puff from the fifties. Yo, check out the Land of the Lost, this fifties show. <laughs> check the, out yeah. check out the Monkeys TV show. Check out you know like." Cool. Yeah, well, if, you say, if you say Lost in Space, I'm going gonna,
2: I'm gonna to have an argument with you because I enjoy Lost Space. No, I specifically,
0: I did too. <laughs> I avoided that because that did actually inform a lot of my sci-fi. More than Star Wars or Star Trek, I'd say. I well, That's why wow. I still haven't gone to the Netflix series. Because I've, don't revisit your childhood. <laughs> no, I, I 100% agree with that one.
2: Um, <laughs> I will say that I did sit down and actually start watching... Uh, the original Star Trek series on Netflix. I'm like, yeah, because have I, I, have I was like, you know, I used to watch that all the time with my dad. Eh,
0: I so. hear it holds up still. I can see
1: that then. Yeah. I, I mean, know a lot of people still love it. Yeah. fucking Jay had
0: ideas I apparently like way ahead of its time. That's You're all not you hear. Jay, but super Mike, progressive.
1: And, Mike and Rich, they fucking talk about it all the time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. On the Red yep. Letter Media guys. I love... Oh,
0: that's, that's but the they biggest also talk thing about I, ghost hunting with. shows. So, uh eh, Sure. Mike does. It evens out. Mike
1: does. <laughs> that's, it doesn't even out because both things are Mike. Uh, his love for that, too. And this is why I love Jay because when he talks about either, Jay is just like... Uh, he's so dead. And I feel it anytime anybody talks about Star Trek or ghost hunting shows. <laughs> I identify oh, with either. Jay. That said, <laughs> I'm glad... A lot of people like Star Trek.
0: <laughs> I just real is... quick want to make an aside to point out how I die a little every time somebody talks about mm-hmm. Star Trek. But go ahead. Brooks, tell me about your Star Trek, Trek. please. <laughs> no,
2: I'm good. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> in uh,
0: fair, also so I'm pretty sure Kyle gets that glazed look in his eye when I talk about Marvel, too. Where just, his soul just, just like died Dr. a little bit.
1: Doctor Strange, Brooks and I both were like, huh. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. <laughs> You end well, up your shirt and we're like, oh, brain well, off. Well, correction. You were like, huh. I was like, hmm. Eh, fair huh. enough.
2: <laughs> Remember, I'm a little bit more of a comic book connoisseur than you are, so.
1: If it's not Spider-Man or boobs.
2: <laughs> why not both? Man. <laughs>
1: That's Yeah, it's real- called Spider-Woman. Uh-huh. Yep, that that one
0: cover. Anyways, boys. The butt one. Uh, I, I,
1: I want to talk. What'd you say? The,
0: the butt, butt one. one. We know which oh, one. Oh yeah, yeah. About. Was the, the butt, butt one. one. Of course. Where she's crawling I, yeah, around like a fly. Exactly that one. Or I
1: guess a <laughs> spider, but a, she looks a more a like form, a fly, which makes no yeah. sense. A form that, like, yeah. even super limberest, a spider person would be very difficult to get in that position, but hey man we're going with it it works if you yep. read
0: it she was actually uh possessed by a demon which makes sense because she was doing the linda blair stuff you know oh no it's not i true. didn't read it i just saw the butt oh it's not true it's not true i would have believed you <laughs> no i was
1: going with it i need to read this now i guess the spider it's, is it a one-off uh... or is it like a long
0: run uh, that cover specifically is from a specific run. Jessica Drew's been around yeah. in the Marvel universe. I think it was from like, her like New Avengers run, wasn't it? That one was about that time. Yeah, when was that? Was that that would have been like uh, 90s? what
2: eighties, no, late eighties, no, nineties? Not that one. That would have been that was like, in
0: like
1: the two thousand. This was like mid two thousands. Yeah. I like, 2000, like oh, that 20,
2: 2010. Like 2010. Oh,
0: Oh, New Avengers. Hmm.
1: That's the. Hmm.
0: Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, that one's good the because Avengers it leads movies, into a bunch of cool things. It does.
1: The Avengers movies are could be considered an an anthology series. Uh, another. I was inspired by our discussion last week. This might have actually been brought up and I just didn't hear it in editing. But there was uh we talked about horror like series that we enjoyed and episodes. Did we really touch on the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror at all? Uh, no. Did was that a big thing in either of you guys' life? Do you remember the Simpsons yeah. Treehouses of Horror? Yeah. I used to watch
2: the I used to watch it, you know. Whenever you know, from the new one on until I probably what freshman sophomore year of high school was when it the Simpsons were starting to get overdone. I think for a little bit. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sure, Um, I will say that the the Treehouse of Horror episodes I can consistently say are like I have seen every episode every year. I I look forward to that specifically each year. And, uh, I've always loved them myself, but I do know what you're talking about. Like that there was that time and it's been that way for a long time. I don't like the Simpsons really at all, but I still, I always watch that treehouse of horror episode.
0: So I hear, mm, I hear word on the grapevine is apparently. Simpsons are good again, and this is straight from the words of Mike are straight from the mouth of Mike's Taklasa from Red Letter Media.
1: Here's the thing. I fully agree because I have been watching this year for you the first time and not. Fucking hitting. little
0: coward. You were just gonna I say know. I don't care about Simpsons <laughs> no. until I said something.
1: No, I really wasn't. I was gonna let this go. <laughs> but I have been watching this year, and it actually has been enjoyable. Just because okay. like it plays after <laughs> Here's the reason. So it's it goes. Bob's Burgers is what I play, and then that will uh-huh. automatically play Family Guy. That'll play the new one after that because it knows it's new. Because this is Hulu. It's Family Guy is still that,
0: new and currently going mm-hmm. on. There's, okay, they're I still doing know, the animation thing,
1: and then after that, it'll always play the new Simpsons. And I used to, you know, I couldn't get through to the first break because it was awful. And then like mm-hmm. these just kept going, and they actually have been somewhat enjoyable. They had That's, one it's where Mr. Burns is going like, back. There's one where Mr. Burns is wearing uh, like a robotic suit to blend in as one of the blue collar Joes, and it was fucking funny as hell. Hmm. It changes his voice, man. It's it's not bad, man. You should check him out. But there, uh, there will be a new Treehouse of Horror episode. What I want to get to is. Do you guys remember, like, a favorite episode or favorite vignette from a Treehouse of Horror episode? Ryan is already nodding his head. I knew this one mm-hmm. wouldn't be too hard to probably come up with something. Ryan, go ahead.
0: I've got two. Uh, <clears throat> excuse mm-hmm. me. <laughs> the first one I really enjoyed was the, the one where the aliens, I think it's maybe first, second, or third seasons, real early on. But where the aliens come down. Uh, and then beam up the Simpsons family and they have a back and forth about uh, their intentions. And they find the book that says, like, to serve uh, food. And then they blow off the dust and says to serve humans. And then they blow off more dust and says to serve food for humans. And it just it's like that back and forth. Will they, won't they? I really enjoyed that episode a lot. Um, it's got kind of like a good twilight zone feel which i think the best ones do and i think oftentimes they fall into the the trope of just copying twilight zone episodes where this one felt like a little bit different um and the other one i really like which maybe is more of a blunt ripoff of everything else is homer sells the soul to the devil uh that one is always stuck out in my memory for some reason or the other and I, i don't know why maybe it's because that's the one where they really pushed in like that weird 3d animation. And like they attempted some crazy visuals that just always like left a lasting memory for me. Uh, I think that's a pretty standout episode.
1: Brooks. What about you, buddy? Did you think of one? The, actually
2: the one that, uh, Brian mentioned with the alien ones, uh, kind of, kind of for the same reason, to be honest, I've always dug, um, stories that kind of, turn a little bit have a weird ending
1: yeah in, ter- in terms generally you know, the, all
2: twilight, of them, the twilight the yeah. twilight zone i loved i loved um you know same way with like uh if you know the goosebumps books when we were kids had that same kind of weird it's not a happy ending but it kind of is you know mm-hmm. it's, it's it's a different like ending the- what you expect
1: the monkey paw, like yeah. the wish is granted, but like, oh, is it really granted? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's a, it's that Twilight Zone, like the the subtle twist. Uh That's what I always love about him too. Yeah. On the on the note of the alien one, I like one, but I think it's different from that one. And this one, it was also, funnily enough, an election season. Uh, that's Halloween another episode. Uh, yeah. I Where that one too. Both the aliens are the presidential candidates, and it's found out at the end. And they're like, But you have to vote for one of us. What are you going to do, a write in candidate? Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> and then the beautiful part on the <laughs> end is they're now, of course, enslaved by the alien races and they're getting whipped. And Marge is complaining, and Homer says, Well, don't blame me. I voted for Crane. Ah, that's such a. That, yeah. I love that one.
0: Sadly, timeless.
1: Think, <laughs> yeah. True, right? Yeah.
2: Very abrupt. And I think There's another
1: one that it's I not remember my immediately. Yeah. I think my favorite one is the one that is just purely a Twilight Zone ripoff where uh, it's the, the thing at 30,000 feet, but it's oh, on Bart's school bus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That one is just fucking great to me. I love that movie scene. I love, I love that story. And I love it in The Simpsons.
2: I love all three renditions of
1: that story that I've seen. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) They're all fucking great. And uh, I think those for sure are probably like up there. But just in general, yeah, I love Treehouse of Horror. They're always fun. I do remember that 3D one. And that one was like, I remember that was talked about on like the local news. It was like mind blowing that The Simpsons is going 3D. And I think it cost them like an insane (laughs) amount of money to render that like 30 second scene. Yeah, this was like 1998. Yeah, this yeah is it was back like in the really late uh, 90s. Days. Mm-hmm. It was super expensive. But, uh, you know, boys, there's another Halloween anthology series, or I guess I should say a horror anthology series, and, daggummit, they just so happen to be the producers of this very movie that we watched today. Are you guys as familiar with the tales from the crypt franchise absolutely yeah i've w- I watched mm-hmm. that a
2: lot
1: we're talking about uh the special occasion you watch fraggle rock boy was it a super special occasion when you got to see a tales from the crypt episode because this was uh, yeah. on hbo this was like only if i was hanging out at my dad's or if we went to go stay with my aunt But yeah. Oh, yeah. Ryan's doing the booby motion. It was awesome (laughs) to watch Tales from the Crypt because it had two things that prepubescent and tween and teenager Kyle loved, which was boobs and gratuitous violence. And it had both of them in spades. I loved Tales from the Crypt episodes. They were usually an hour long. They were more adult. So they were better horror. What I liked, like they were actually had some edge to them. Mm hmm.
0: And uh, you say they were better was... horror, but if you go back now between them and Twilight Zone, they are not <clears throat> debatably better. I would say they're debatably worse, because I think you can now see maybe some of the shock tactics that are used a little bit more for what they are. That, too,
1: but I feel it's weird. They're both pulpy, but mm-hmm. Twilight Zone always felt more. Twilight Which Zone
2: felt a little bit more on the family friendly side of things. Well, because it, it sure. was
0: from uh, the the time period for sure. Right. Yeah, I mean well, it I is. Mean, it's one hundred percent more family friendly. Right. I take issue with uh, that because it's rated R uh, automatically better. That's the only thing I take issue See, that's with the that thing. you said because it's I R rated. It's would, better. <clears throat> I have
2: two, I would two different pes- pedestals in for
1: it, so. Better. And that's what I was trying to get at with like you you bringing up uh Twilight Zone and being mm-hmm. better than uh Tales from the Crypt. I feel over yeah, I, I would agree that it's probably better, but yeah entertaining I would probably rather sit down and watch a lot of Tales oh. from the Crypt than like a lot of random Twilight Zone, because not every Twilight Zone is gonna be a banger. And some of them are not, they're pretty, they can be boring. Like, it's a long-running series.
0: Well, you're not wrong. You are, what you are explaining is the the four-quadrant system. And this is what you and I usually rail against. And and that kind of stuff where it is just like, yeah, it's entertaining, but what else? Like, is there anything more? And I think oftentimes, I think... I because I will say I have gone back to Tales of the Tales from the Crypt. I don't know if you guys have the actual show. I uh, I a saw long the first time. two seasons maybe like four years ago. Are they on HBO Max? Ago. They might does be. Anybody know? I'm not sure. I, I that will would be awesome honest. if they are actually. I watched them not through legal methods. Uh <laughs> <laughs> who, who does anymore? That's <laughs> Cuz I couldn't fucking find them anywhere because they're unable to be found. So like it's kind of on you. I will pay for it if you give me a way to watch it. But I was going through them and a lot of them they're they had a ratio of like one to like four or five good ones. Like you'd have one good one and then mostly like middling to not really good things. And you'd have one that's like really fascinating. Like the, there's one where some salesman it's like the nine lives of somebody. And it's some salesman who tries to cheat himself out of death. And it has, like, a really smart, clever ending. Brilliant. But then, like, a lot of them are just, like, pulpy-like uh, slasher slasher in a house on Christmas time. And, like, there's no more thought process than that. It's just, at some point, we're going to have a slasher. We're going to have somebody get cut and decapitated. We're going to have some tits shown. And that's, that's like, all that was thought So it just becomes pretty formulaic. And there's a lot of episodes like that. There's like a, not a lot a of a lot of those episodes
2: stuff. too are based off of actual comic books too. At the time, I'm sure. So well, that's, yeah, so that's, that's kind of that's why. right. The right. one, the one yeah. you the one you specifically re- rem, you know mentioned there was a comic mm-hmm. book,
1: and that's I why so. I was just researching. It is not available for streaming anywhere, primarily because I guess the rights issue to the show are a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Based on Damn. like. All of the 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 different properties involved and like the Crypt Keeper himself. And yeah, it's apparently that's why it's not anywhere. So, uh, you know what was cool? And I don't know if they're doing it this year and I need to look into it. I feel like around this time last year, Ryan, is this not when Twitch was Uh doing that marathon of that Monsters TV show?
0: Yes, which I honestly, I'd say that was superior to Tales from the Crypt. I think that one was much... Much more interesting and had some real fucking clever out there ideas.
1: It was also, some of it was on the real cheap and I liked those episodes That's too. Did true. you watch
0: the <laughs> eyeballs in the woods episode? Nope. Mm-mm. You, uh, you described it to good. me. I missed that one.
1: <laughs> I hope that they do that again this year. We, uh, I got to look into it. I'm going to write it down actually.
0: Yeah, if you I find hope out, it's uh, not monsters, I'm, but I'm
1: gonna... I hope it's something new. I'd be okay with either. Um, I yeah. just hope they do something. I just, I don't know. I was really digging that monsters last year.
0: We'll keep you in the loop, Brooks. Yeah. The monster Absolutely. show that they did, I don't remember anything about it, like a producer, showrunner, nothing. But I think it was it on Star- 80s Yeah, it
1: was like mid eighties, late eighties, early nineties. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: But real, real interesting horror anthology collection. All over the place in quality. But uh, man, when it hit, it was real good.
1: <laughs> and it was, it did some fucking crazy stuff, too. Uh, there was this one episode. It's the only other thing I know him from. But I, Mr. Big from Sex and the City played oh. a demon at one point.
0: Okay. I could when, I
1: I think me and you watched this one, Ryan. You remember this? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And it was like this I, love story. Yes. It was super <laughs> weird, but it took like three turns and you're like, it was one thing and then it turned this way and then it turned. And it, it was a fucking super wild ride.
0: For a <laughs> 22 minute show. Like it really covered a lot of ground. Like it wasted no time. Yeah, I think
1: I Amazon or something had the rights to it or something. I don't know, but Twitch like. Every night at 8 o'clock, they would play, like, four-hour block of this TV show that they had the rights to. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was a pretty good time, man. I looked forward to that time. I gotta look that up. Anyways, guys, (laughs) speaking of Tales from the Crypt and Anthology series, let's talk about Demon Knight a little bit, fellas. What do you say? I'm ready. Sounds good, yeah. Yeah, I can talk. (laughs) Uh, So, Demon Knight, the first thing that I always ask is... Uh, have you guys seen this beforehand? And if so, was it when it was originally out?
2: I saw this when it originally came out. And I saw this recently.
0: Mm-hmm. So, so two times. times. Recently, you mean I've for seen the podcast? Way
2: more, I, oh. I've seen okay. it way okay. more than two times.
1: <laughs> okay, okay. Okay. So you're very familiar with Demon Knight. Yes. Ryan? What about okay. you?
0: Well, um, I saw it close ish to when it came out. Did not see it in theaters. I saw it either from a blockbuster rental or through like an on demand movie rental. Uh, one of those closely to or close to when it was released. But um Saw it then. I remember enjoying it. Had no reason to ever go back to it until this podcast.
1: So I have only seen it two
0: times. (laughs) Okay, fair
1: enough. Uh, I saw it when it came out. I didn't see this in theaters, but I remember renting it uh, when I stayed the night at a friend's house one time. And this movie scared the fucking shit out of me. I had nightmares about this movie for years. No fucking lie. And it was all like the demons in the movie. I was also really in like a weird situation, like with religion, like, and being terrified of like shit like that. And this movie fucking hit me hard, real hard, man. It jacked me up for years and, uh, Same. put a good scare in me for a while. It's, uh, it's funny. It's one of those things that like, even watching it this time, I was laughing at like the things that you're terrified of. Cause I remember how unnatural, like the legs and the feet looked and how terrifying they were and how they, they walked all fucked up. And now watching it, it's because the stuntmen have no fucking idea how to walk on those things and they have to hold on to everything as they move around. Yeah. It's, it's comical now, but it's still.
0: Then, Do you not I think know. you're going to have the same thing if you ever go back to, like, Child's Play and Chucky? I'm sure I will. I mean... I'm, like, I think you should go back, of... because I think you're going to laugh at a lot of it.
1: I'm sure I will. <laughs> like, Because that's a thing that I did. I've talked about on the show before, too, how I had a crippling fear of upside-down roller coasters. And, like, I came mm. over that fear, and I rode... Uh, I've ridden a couple now, and it, it, they're super awesome to me. And it's just... It's weird... Again, why did this movie imprint on me so hard? I, I think it was obviously because, like, number one, I was also, I was at my buddy's house, like, staying the night, and it was a strange place, so I was already a little on edge. And then, yeah, the fucking, the religious undertones, and uh it fucking, wow. it doesn't pull him back in this at all, which is, uh it's pretty good, too. I like how it commits to it all. Uh I'm gonna uh, quit beating a bear the bush. Uh by the way, I fucking love this movie this time. I still enjoy the shit of it for completely different reasons. And uh I will talk about probably my favorite and biggest reason, but not yet. I wanna save it. I wanna I think hear about I, Brooks.
2: I think I know what your favorite reason is, I, but I won't touch on that just guess yet too. either. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. I'm I'm gonna say the big reason for this, and it still holds up, is uh Billy Zane is awesome in this movie.
1: <laughs> okay, so there it is. That's my favorite and big. This, <laughs> Billy Zane is the fucking best part of this movie. He, you should only watch this movie just because of how great Billy Zane is. Yeah, he and can. He's so fucking fun. He
2: plays an off the wall character so well. He knows what he's doing. He does. He's
1: chewing scenery. He's and it brings it brings the character to more life because of how flippantly Billy Zane is almost playing it because that demon also sort of has this whole fuck it nihilistic attitude yeah. about everything and it uh it works really well. He plays it up super awesome.
2: Yeah, I mean, um the tone of the movie for me, the at the time, the monster design was... It was unusual for that time period. Like, I haven't seen anything quite like that. Um, yeah. Um, i are also I, practical... I'll, quick,
0: I'll quickly interject, yeah. and I will say I think uh, some of that is heavily riffed off of from the thing. And it feels like a lot of times they're riffing from the thing's work.
2: Well, I mean, it's kind of hard to get away That's from it. that. But... Because I mean it. that that was pinnacle practical effects, and this yeah. did a lot. This did a lot with it with practical effects too. So mm-hmm. um, the uh, demon weakness was relatively unique. I enjoyed that. That's yeah. another
1: thing that I, I did also appreciate about the whole movie. Like this movie universe has rules, and the rules are in effect. And like everybody has to play by them. And I like that. Yeah. It, it
2: adhered to its it own rules st- the entire time.
1: Outside of the one time it does it. And then it's perfectly explained, anyways, with a flippant Billy Zane comment. And you don't even care. Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah, of course. Of course it's low level demon shit. I don't care. Yeah. Let's hear hit- Billy Zane, tell me something else.
2: Yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah. So, uh, casting, I thought was on par with like your regular, um, Tales from the Crypt type movie, anyway. So I tell you,
1: the the only person I don't like is Breaker, our hero guy, and I don't know why. Something about him just doesn't work for me. Ryan is completely torn off here. I, I mean, think he does it great. I don't know, just something on his face. I just don't think the. I think you're used to seeing guy William Sadler as a villain. Maybe that's it. Because he what does. What Macy?
0: Yeah, I'm not trying to jump in, but yeah, if we're just going to make fucking statements. William Sadler, I think, does fantastic with way he's given as Breaker. Yeah. Um, but I think that's an issue with every fucking character in this movie that isn't Billy Zane. Because I also don't think uh Thomas Hayden Church works. I don't think Jada Pinkett Smith works. CCH Pounder doesn't work. Nobody in this movie really works works because they're all kind of easy two-dimensional characters. Because it's the the ten room 10 people more, trapped in a room yeah. scene. It's twelve yeah. Angry Men. It's it's the it's the five characters in search of an an uh, exit. It's so many things. Identity. It's
1: It's, it's also all that. cheap. It's also yeah, it's
0: really cheap from dusk till you dawn. Need,
1: you need one set and uh, the thing. Yeah.
0: It's so many things. It's it's so many things. But they all work because they're very, very simple characters is what I was getting to. But I would... That's why I gave the face. To, to point something at Rut, or I said Rutger, Hauer, William Sadler, or uh, Breaker. I don't know. I, I think that could be labeled at anybody outside uh, of Billy Zane. Because I they clearly say, give him the most screen time for good reason.
2: I will say that, you know, you're from Dust Till Dawn analogy... Concept works, but Dust' Dawn came later.
0: No, I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It just For the sake the examples of the examples, of for characters that work, they need to be simplistic. True. Outside of George Clooney and Tarantino, who are the only, I think, really well defined characters in Dustill Dawn.
2: Agreed. There, um, I think uh, in in some ways. Uh, Jada Pickett Smith's character works a little bit better than the rest of them.
1: She has more to do, but her even her backstory is yeah. still they they, they, they didn't give her they didn't give enough uh
2: didn't give enough of a backstory, I will say I will say that. I mean, like I said, it feels like a higher budget Tales from the Crypt.
1: Which is Which what is it was, is. For sure. So But it's still I love the low budget things that it has too. Yeah. That are still some more of those homages. It tries to do things for, or not for, but to classic horror. Like, it has that ridiculously awesome matte painting of the hotel, mm-hmm. like, when they're walking up to it. It's yeah. a huge painting. I don't know. I, I thought that part was, a uh...
2: That was cool. I like, uh... Another thing I liked is, uh, as I pointed out several times to you, Kyle, is the uh, intro song to the actual you love tale. the filter. Yeah. yeah. I was like... Like I said that brought back memories to me too because it was like I for I kind of forgot about Filter.
0: <laughs> it for worked the well longest time. That,
2: and then that song is like scene too. Yeah, it worked real well there. Uh and kind of sets sets a little bit of a tone.
1: Um Ryan, I fully agree with you on this uh Thomas Hayden Church. Yeah. He's he's really not good as Roach at all. Uh It just doesn't fit
0: yeah 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 i i have no idea kind of what he was trying to do here because i feel like he was this character better and sideways and like he's done this character i think better but what he's doing here doesn't quite work and again i think maybe it's because the script is trying to do a lot within 80 minutes and you're trying and actually i'm sorry Within that time, you actually have like a ten minute wraparound with like the Crip Keeper shit Keeper. in Hollywood, yeah. <laughs> which is fine. Like the the John Lerrickat is that is it John Lerrickat? That's the I, uh, the that's only work cameo. he's had since
1: Night Court got canceled.
0: That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh probably true. But I thought that was a nice little cameo and a funny bit. But. That means the movie's actually really 70-ish minutes. And so basically a full hour, you're trying to get so many characters to set up motivations and turns for those characters to betray on one another. Like there's a reason Tarantino did the Hateful Eight in three hours and it still didn't work
1: (laughs) (laughs) because you need a lot of
0: time for those fucking characters to like feel real and to have those turns. And in a, and arguably, in a horror movie, you don't want to do that. You don't care because you just want to get to, like, the fun the kills bodies. and whatever. Yeah. And I think you do hear, but, like, all characters sacrifice or are, are, are kind of, I don't know, hurt for it. And Thomas Hayden Church is one of those because he just immediately goes from kind of flippant party guy to... Whatever, I don't care. Woman I'll fuck over here. the human race to get a head guy. Seemingly from nowhere. Like, I can understand maybe, like, why he get out and him being, like, really f- confrontational with Breaker for, like, a good bit of it. But then once he learns what's on the line, that this dude is actually a fucking demon, that and once all this real. blood's gone, yeah. like, he's had all <laughs> yep. this proof. And yet he still makes that choice and it makes no sense. And there's a lot of these plays that make no sense, but just happen.
2: And he compares and, hell on earth yeah. to hemorrhoids. That's
1: yeah. true. He does say that too. It seems. Yeah.
0: There, that, was yeah. A,
1: that was definitely a, a line written somewhere. And I'm glad. Was yeah. like, oh,
0: that's good. I'm glad you brought up that line. That line speaks to any issue I have I have with this movie. That's That's yeah. indicative of my issues with this movie that line yeah. and what it represents. <laughs> so Ryan, I take it you didn't like Demon Knight? Counter. Huh? Opposite. I, I I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. I don't yeah. think it's great. I don't think it's no. like really anything good, but I had fun with it. And this, I think that To me, that's I would fine. describe this But if we're going to critically a... break it down, like I sure. have many issues we can get into, but right. it's I would classify this fun.
1: as a high-budget
0: B-movie. I think that's very fair. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: it it does what things like the Sharknado movies want to do. Um, It doesn't ever take itself too seriously. It is very obviously a B-movie. It's schlocky. Mm -hmm. But on certain levels, you can tell a lot of people really fucking tried here. Like, Mm -hmm. the special effects dudes... Really brought it with what they could. The fucking punching through the dude's head is such a great shot. Yeah, and it catches people off guard. Uh, again, I always talk about on the show the Mandy test. Uh, that she got a good spook at least three or four times during this movie, <laughs> and uh, she was kind of invested in some things. You know, she was curious to see where things were going to go. Uh, it was it was a lot of fun, man. And that and that's that's the description for this movie really to me it's like
2: it uh like like you guys said it doesn't take itself itself too seriously a lot of the time it knows what it is i feel like Mm. and i mean it's a it's a fun movie it knows it's not gonna be like some turn on turn on you know slasher of the century or you know great horror movie or something like that it knows that it's going to be a Tales from the Crypt movie, so it doesn't stray from that.
1: With no. religious overtones. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, yeah.
2: I mean, even yeah. I mean some of the greatest horrors start off with religious overtones. Sure. The Exorcist is
1: frightening exactly. because of the things that it represents, and that's why it fucking freaks out majority of people is because of the religious overtones in it. Like, yeah, yeah. it's fucking freaky, man. Yeah. Shit well, works. Right. It's on a primal <laughs> level.
0: Here's here's something to think about. And this is maybe a question for after you guys have seen Bordello Blood and really marinated it in it recently. Um maybe religious iconography and that, that overtone, all that stuff is an easy trigger. So it was just used haphazardly in this I movie so. to like oh, yeah. push a button. And again, again I'm kind of
2: <laughs> I think that kind of suits the time period too, that this movie came out with you know in the mid nineties.
1: And it's the, very true; it does the, have that nineties edge. Uh, I like a little bit. Again, it yeah, it does it does have the rules. I like that the key has to be passed on. It it mm-hmm. it references those things. It gives allusions to it. It shows us that breaker is from World War One, and like he's still the same age, so we automatically know like oh the key like. You don't age when you have this thing. So that's a thing. He's on the run. It was another one of those movies I was trying to think about how hard it would be to do in current year. Like how much easier it would be to just track people. Especially if you're like super powerful demon conglomerate. Like, oh, look, it's the Verizon phone. He's right here. Rawr. If this got movie key. came
0: out nowadays, it would just be a period piece to take care of that problem. They would just set it in the 80s or 70s, and then it'd be like, <laughs> oh, look, it's like a Spielberg homage, and then people be cool with it anyway. Yeah. Um. So, all right, I have an issue. As you were talking there, okay. um, you were laying down specifically, oh, fuck, I got off on the goddamn 80s the decade, rules, and now I... The I've, rules of the universe... <laughs> Oh, it had to do with the rules and the rules are alright, so Breaker, yes the blood, the blood can detect who's a demon and who isn't and this movie makes a fucking careful, careful show of showing Breaker is an asshole and unreasonably putting that blood on every single fucking person who comes in Mm -hmm. except for the fucking kid, why?
2: He does the kid
1: yeah, he did do the kid. The kid it, didn't right transform till his back was turned. The kid got
2: transformed because the kid got possessed the comic. by the comic book in the attic. In the attic once he was, was up the there. It was the
0: comic book that did it? I thought that was because yes. he was... All right. I, right how, so, why it, is he, the he comic book... open to the
2: eyes. And then the comic uh, book he, opened its eye. The comic book monster then opened then it its eyes. And it became Billy Zane's eyes. Zane's and he eyes. looked in
0: and he, he possessed All him. right. So, here's something. All right. Fine. That one has been shot down good. Now, new counterpoint then with this information, then the rules aren't super clearly set because like in every other time Billy Zane seduced somebody, he has seduced them. There's been like a back and forth and a choice where a character has to willingly make a choice. This kid just is reading a comic book and it gets taken over? What the fuck is that choice? That's not a choice. Think of it.
1: He is talking to him. I forget what he says, but he does talk to him at some point. And then... I don't, I don't so remember here's this. The thing. Well, that's the thing. It's because this whole scene with the kid is fucking weird the way that it goes down. And I think there were some budgets or something got cut. Yeah, I because, think it was like, probably time constraints at that point. It, because they also, like, they don't show the kid transforming at all. It's like scenes from the comic. They, like, drew it out. I think they just had to fucking mm. get the kid to transform and then get him to hurt, hurt breakers so mm-hmm. that we can move this fucking thing along. Cause we still have to fucking finish this thing. And she hasn't even fought Billy Zane. They haven't even been in the same room yet. So I will say
2: so, one of the weaker, weaker plot go back points to, in the movie there for sure. One of the cooler monster looks though is the kid. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Again, the series entertaining and fun. Great, great effects, great monster designs, really clever, though I do think a little bit derivative of the thing and what the thing was doing with like mm-hmm. people or animals splitting apart and turning into something a little bit more monstrous. Like it it felt very similar. But I I really I think the issues all lie with the script. I think it's a real just kind of bare bones, nothing script. And I think the only thing I, I, I'm very curious how much Billy Zane brought to the table here. I am I would not be surprised if Billy Zane's performance was 100% improvised. It wasn't on the script. It just said, like, sleazy devil type or something. And Billy Zane really riffed mm-hmm. with it. Because I think it's the only part in this movie that feels wholly original for the time. Otherwise, it everything else kind of feels generic outside of, like, the look of the creature, or the look of the demons, like, very small things, but otherwise, like, I don't know. I, I, the script just kind of is there. It's fine, it, like but it's, it's bolstered fully- by good editing, good camera design, good production design. It's bolstered by, like, real real kind of snappy pacing, but, like, the script is just nothing.
2: My head can't. So I, I wants to believe I got that... My head wants to believe that Billy Zane actually went off off script for that whole uh, fuck this cowboy shit tirade that he had. <laughs> and I, then that, sure was a, that was a decision <laughs> yeah. that was made for the entire movie. Which yeah. was which would be great, but you know, even if not, that's still like one of the most memorable parts for me in that movie too.
0: I don't know I why. I completely agree with you. I think when referencing know, this movie in the future, it's going to be referencing Billy Zane, a Billy Zane moment, or specifically like the the practical creature effects. Because I, I even or like a- the weird demons. You're like look talking about how like they awkwardly walk around and lean on things. I still think they look really effective. I'm still super uh, like cool I with said, it. I still it still em. really works. Yeah, and, and like, like I said, the, that's the what I really green liked is that lasers. They- out of the eyes mm-hmm. are such a good visual, like super comicky and cheesy. But like, I love the green flashes that come out.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess I think it it bolsters the the stunt people's performance. They make the awkwardness work for them and it makes it even creepier because they move unnaturally. And that's what always got me with them is that they were mm-hmm. so uncanny valley with the way. What well, the ones that I remember very vividly creeping me the absolute fuck out is when Billy Zane is coming up the stairs and there's two of them that come up behind him and they're all, like, doing this weird shit. Man, that fucking jacked with me so hard. But it's also my favorite Billy Zane scene. And it's the one where, like, he opens his mouth and pops the fucking sponge out and just, like, raises his eyebrows. God, it's so charming.
0: Billy Zane Damn. is the
1: best part of this movie. I,
0: what what I you're like hearing also is how is would be attempts, the first uh, to uh, be seduced by the devil. <laughs> absolutely.
1: <laughs>
2: I like uh, Irene's rejection of him in the attic. Whenever uh, he offers to give her, give her back his arm, her arm. Oh yeah, mm. and she just raises the stump. Is that a yes? <laughs> no, that's me g- giving that's you me, the finger. Me, me, me,
1: the... See, I don't know. It's just She's like, one dimensional. I enjoyed CCH Pounder. I though. did too. I thought she was, she was fucking sassy, yeah. mean black woman, perfectly.
0: But that's that's maybe my issue with this movie is you can boil every single fucking character down to, like, a one-word adjective, which is mostly, like, sassy, sassy, asshole, um, incel, uh, I don't know, hooker with a heart of gold, but, like, one word for that. Like, they're all super tropey. Like, it's the fucking... It is the default six-character set you get in these type of fucking movies. Like... It just mm-hmm. feels kind of—it's
1: what like it's a little it's the lazy shit that, at times,
0: uh, and it kind of—it's
1: the shit. Bumps me two out. movies ago that uh, Cabin in the Woods was like troping up and making fun of, like yeah. the generic. Yeah, exactly. Yep. You have the yeah. the. She doesn't have to really be a virgin. She's just got to be, but she gets fucking corrupted and killed super early on.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. Again, but fucking yeah. Wally. I love to ah, oh, Wally's Such a knob. What a little bitch!
2: Well, and also, if you if you recall, he's also crazy too. Yeah. Oh, that was another thing I didn't so catch movie, that until this this time around. Well, what was going he's the on? Postal with him.
1: worker, yeah. but he's uh, he's gonna go postal, which was another huge thing in like the nineties and the time that this mm-hmm. movie was made. And again, it just plays into your easy, quick trope writing to get this shit out. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, of course it was. It's a yeah. shitty high budget B movie shoot this thing in a month, turn it around, make a profit. That's what they for did. Sure. Yeah. Then it worked well enough, they got a second one and then for some reason they cast Dennis Miller and nobody watched it because who <sighs> wants to watch fucking Dennis Miller do anything?
0: Dennis Miller go on a rousing uh, back and forth adventure with a succubus. Yes, that sounds like a fun, fun time. And he's
1: he's going to do a lot of patented dinner, Dennis Miller rants in the middle of the movie. Don't you want that, kids? Ah, mm-hmm. uh, yep. course. Here's the thing. Well, I don't think we'll be revisiting Bordello of
0: Blood. <laughs> nope, Here's the thing. I remember not hating it. I remember immediately getting like, oh, this is this is the comedy Tales from the Crypt. This is not the scary Tales from the Crypt. This is the comedy. Oh. And that helped, but it's still... It's not... I don't know. It's still not worth Do going back. Do you remember... Back.
1: Do you remember? Do you remember the cheer she does when she's a cheerleader?
0: I remember that scene. I don't remember word for word what she says, but yeah, I remember her in the cheerleading oh. outfit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. She says
1: two, four, six, eight. You can watch me masturbate.
0: I'm so glad you remembered that, Kyle. You put that one in the memory bank. How huh? do you I'm... forget something so awful? Oh, it's so stupid. Because, alright, so here's my, alright, that's funny you say that because I do. I do remember things are awful. That one apparently did not register, but I will give you one yeah. that does. The Savages with, uh, Benicio del Toro, Sama Hayek, Blake Lively, Aaron Taylor, okay. bunch of people. There's a quote in that movie about, um, th- there's like this weird, th- it's like a relationship between two people who came back from Iraq. Uh, and a girl and they're in like a Pearl Harbor type relationship but it's like more open they're working with it and one of her lines in this movie is he doesn't have orgasms he has wargasms and I was like done (laughs) this is fucking hat garbage writing and this is the worst (laughs) thing I will ever hear and I committed it to my memory so I do understand what you're saying Wow,
1: I have to watch this movie now Wait, that is is a
0: genuine line
1: is that the only good part in the movie? Because that's the sounds only good hilarious. part. There's a bunch of
0: other like kind of uh, bleh, like not good traffic, yes. not good wannabe snatch like crime shit. Um, he doesn't have no. orgasms. He has he has orgasms. Intercut with like I think I want to say shots of slow motion fucking going on too, and it's just the most tasteless bullshit that Ridley Scott. But wait, wait, wait. Let me rewind and make sure it was actually really Scott. It, sounds, I don't care right. if it this was. sounds familiar. I'm gonna say it was Ridley Scott. That Ridley Scott that Ridley too. Scott fucking put out. And we can continue this I probably, discussion.
1: I probably would have hated Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight if Ridley Scott directed it.
0: It was Oliver Oliver Stone, Stone. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh. He's he's also a hack. More of a hack, I yeah, think. Yeah, I don't really like Oliver Stone. Nah. Ridley Scott this looks like it wants it to be Spring Breakers.
1: What you should do instead is just watch Spring Breakers, everyone. Spring Breakers
0: is good. Spring yeah.
1: Breakers is way better. Yeah, it's fucking great. Uh, yep. Oliver Stone did not direct Tales from the Crypt, Demon Knight. Although I still think Billy Zane would have given him a hell of a performance.
0: It was Kenneth Branagh because of all of the Dutch angles. Did you guys catch all of the Dutch <laughs> angles in this movie? Oh, yeah. There were. A oh, yeah. Fuck Here's tough. the thing. <laughs> Yeah.
1: Is it the same guy that
0: directed uh, Battlefield Earth? No, no, but there are a lot of Dutch angles in that movie, too. There, there's not know. a single non-Dutch that angle one? in
1: Battlefield <laughs> Battlefield Earth is 100% only Dutch angles, the entire movie. There's not a straight shot, the entire film, for real.
0: I think that it was a cry. Dutch angle. It's a cry for help from the editor because a Dutch angle <laughs> means like there's trouble or like something's wrong. Yeah, so yeah. that whole movie is off, and that, that the editor's just like, "Help me, Tom Cruise and John Travolta <laughs> have me trapped." course Whitaker's
1: Please. here. He's being mean. <laughs> He's giving me two eyeball stares.
0: I don't know. I'm being,
2: I'm being kidnapped by Scientologists. <laughs> because the author uh, of the book joke. was a Scientology.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. It's fucking Hunter. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. Not scary things that actually exist and brainwash people. Yeah, right. Let's talk about demons. <laughs> yeah. Uh I don't know. Um overall,
1: yeah, I don't think this movie is banging out of the park, but it doesn't need to be. I enjoyed this. Yeah. I enjoyed this the first time I watched
2: it. I I still enjoy it now.
1: It was also really cool. This is the first time I've ever seen this in HD because Mm. uh, I don't know if this ever got an official DVD release. The only copy I have is my VHS tape of Demon Knight. I think it's literally the only way I've ever seen it my entire life until uh, this time.
2: You know, because this is how we were. We recorded it off of pay-per-view.
1: Mm-hmm. I bought mm-hmm. it off of eBay like years later because I wanted to watch demon Knight and I bought the the VHS tape because there's not a DVD uh before we get into I guess final wrappings up do you guys have a favorite death slash kill in the movie hmm uh,
2: so for me the my favorite um, kill in that um is actually uh uncle willie
1: yeah uncle willie's is good when he chops his head off and then shoves it on the deer antlers
2: well first of all you cut you you, they cover the head up with the uh with the rug because it's the body's still moving can still see and then you kind of kind of hear it whenever uh breaker says go for the eyes hey i heard that (laughs)
1: So that, that was definitely a, a fucking uh, ADR later on. Yeah, mm-hmm. but
2: I I, I kind of thought that out of that the Man, humanoid demons were a little bit creepy with like the glowing mouths and everything. Like, they just put like a glow stick under their tongue or something is what it looked like. But yeah, still, I yeah, think as well just cracked them. it
1: open. I mean, still I it, thought was, it was like it was still cool a creepy visual. effect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So did we I'm talk about the fact that Uncle Willie is played by Dick Miller? Who is, of course, B movie royalty? Uh he's like a highlight of
2: both Gremlins movies.
0: That was, that was like he's I know mostly in, from Gremlins.
1: Yeah, I, he's been in. He was he's in been in a few. He's been in a few. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I thought that was great. Uh I'm sorry, Ryan. Did you say a favorite kill?
0: He has not. No. Um. No, though I don't know. I don't know if for kill it probably would be Unc- Uncle Uncle Willie though. I guess technically a kill would be like the transformation of the boy because I just I love his like weird ripped off mouth design. Mouth, of the I like how like the so, teeth so much. are
2: like
1: spread out too. It's a really cool design that they yeah. show.
2: Well, and he does get kicked uh, out of a window. That's, yeah, that is that's uh,
0: true. Which. We'll count that as the kill. It's mostly yep. about the design, but then we can tack on the death. But it's mostly about the design. Otherwise, it's 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 Willy. What about you? I think mine is
1: probably, I really like Roach's death. Not for his death, but just the fact that like he really thought he was getting away. And of course, Billy Zane is just like, oh, by the way, Roach, I, I lied. lied. And then the fucking demons just swarm him. I love that. It's just such great poetic justice. He doesn't get away with anything. Fuck Roach. And you get charming Billy Zane. You just. Other than that, uh, the sheriff's is also cool. Anytime you get a fucking fist jammed through somebody's skull, it's pretty bad. I love that Billy Zane's stuck there too. And he's spinning head. He can't get the hand out.
0: (laughs) It's so great. Doesn't Um, he punch like William Sadler with like the fist head too at some point? He's like, it's almost Mm -hmm. like a boxing glove. It's pretty good. Mm -hmm. He hits, I mean, he hits movie him with and so then he there's, there's it across.
2: something good. He launches it at the yeah. uh, deputy. He's still trying to mm-hmm. unholster his weapon.
0: Bob. Yeah, Deputy, deputy Bob. Bob. I really love that Deputy uh, Bob was the one to live. I think that was a good choice. He didn't live. Well, I mean, of, of the, the two president. immediately oh, to, like into the yeah. group. Like, we we, we get the, the doofus. The doofus is the one to enter the group. I think. I uh,
2: I think the sheriff would have been too. uh, I mean, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. he would have been too authoritative, you know, and would have Mm -hmm. needed that dumb idiot Bob. You need that dumb idiot Bob, but he was actually
0: smart choice.
2: A smart. I mean, he was a smart choice because he listened and he he respected the rules. (laughs) Of the of the universe. And CCH Pounder. Yeah.
1: CCH Pounder tells me to do anything. I'ma do it. You best believe your ass. Yep. Like, yes. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Can mm-hmm. I do it faster? Please don't don't yell at me. Nope. I'm sorry, Miss Miss Pounder. Please don't show me why they call you CCH Pounder. I don't want to know. <laughs> uh overall, man, I don't know a, a rating scale. Oh wait, seven on a scale of seven. Because that was the stars that have to line up on their tattoo And bag. the number of keys.
0: Yeah. And the number of oh, deadly yeah, sins. Oh yeah, throughout the universe.
2: And the number of people oh. that had to be killed that night.
0: I'm and the number anything. of disciples of Jesus Christ. No, that one's wrong. That's not true. I just wanted to see if anybody <laughs> called me out on it.
1: Uh, I, w- Ryan, I start watched with you. What do you rate? What do you rate this movie?
0: Uh seven, seven being the highest. So seven's actually pretty good because I can I can safely pick a solid number. I think this is a four out of seven for me, which is better Excellent. than average. I I I I enjoyed it I thought it was a real fun watch. Um it was only once I started thinking about everything that everything falls apart. Um so like it doesn't really hurt your enjoyment too much. That said, I do think your mileage may vary here depending on how much horror you've seen before going into this. I think the more familiar you are with like horror movies and the more you've seen, I think the less you're going to be impressed with Demon Knight. But if you're relatively like kind of like, Horror reverse or you've been like dipping your toes into things. I think this is a great one to kind of like start you in because it's not like anything like too insanely gory or over the top. And it's got a quick pace that even if you're like not feeling a certain thing, like it moves on real quick. So it's um, not
1: a heavy emotional horror, yeah. like hereditary is going no. to eviscerate you on an emotional yeah, level. Yeah. No.
0: Yeah, like Midsummer like is or, like a five out of or a yeah. seven out of seven for me, but or I would recommend or like that movie. A, or to like a saw
2: that's just going to be like, you know,
1: Mm-hmm. totally offensive. Yeah, yeah absolutely.
0: Yeah, yeah. More I hostile. think this is a good one to go into. I, I think this is clearly going for that Sam Raimi Evil Dead to Army of Darkness vibe, and I think they're mostly pretty successful. But again, I just I I don't feel like they did quite enough. To distinguish themselves and give like themselves like a real tone. But for an anthology movie series, like I guess you don't really have to. So there's... I don't know. It depends on your philosophy going into it. But those are my thoughts. Mm-hmm. Somebody else can jump. Brooks, what about you, buddy?
1: So
2: my rating is heavily influenced in nostalgia. Because I was always a big fan of Tales from the Crypt. Um, so that said, I'm rating this one at a five. It's one of those okay. movies that I can, if it's on, I'm going to watch it because I have mm-hmm. good memories of this movie and my memories are still good. Cause I watched this with my dad, my older brother and my younger brother, uh, quite a bit. Um, so it's kind of one of those things that, you know, I kind of look forward to it's like, yeah, you know, at some point I'll introduce this to my kid. Uh, so, and I won't feel bad about that cause it. You know, because it's it's a fun movie. It's not that, you know, it's not real scary. It doesn't take itself too seriously. So, yeah. Solid five. It's not
1: too scary if you're pretty standard on your religious stuff. If you're scared by that, this movie can fuck you up, man. I'm telling Mm -hmm. you. (laughs) It'll do it. Uh, I was waffling back and forth between kind of a 4 and 5, but I think I'm going to say uh, it's 4, but then Billy Zane is going to bump it to a 5 for me. Uh, I'll say it that way. Uh, so, fair, fair enough. Overall, I, I agree with everything you guys have said. It's, it's not the best movie, but I still like it a lot. A lot of it is nostalgia. It had a big impact on me, but I do think it's overall a pretty great movie. The running time is definitely to its benefit. You can bang this thing out, and you get all the best parts condensed and quickly fed to you as well. So you don't have to stick around for a lot of bullshit. I think mm-hmm. the Crypt Keeper bookends are also entertaining enough on their own. They offer a yeah. fun, lighthearted intro and remind you from the outro, like, hey, we're all here to have fun. Here's the Crypt Keeper being a weirdo. So I like Crypt Keeper too. I always have. He's cringy as shit, but eh, he's a nice little fun bonus at the, at the start and end. So yep. overall... Not bad.
0: He's just. Way better than Sleepy dad Hollow, puns. right? Scary dad puns yes. is the Crypt Keeper.
2: <laughs> as a dad myself, I
0: live
1: and die by these puns.
0: I, there you go. I, there you go.
1: When they're from the Crypt Keeper, they're charming. When they're from Arnold Schwarzenegger's Mr. Freeze, they're atrocious. I don't know why. Maybe it's the puppetness of it. And the
2: there is fun. an episode of Tales from the Crypt that did have Arnold Schwarzenegger.
1: In the intro. I didn't know that. Yes. Mm. i have to check that out. Ooh. But it's something we can talk about next time we get together, boys, when we will be talking about a possibly super weird or super terrible Italian horror film. And uh, shit, I'm looking forward to that, dudes. I'm looking forward to us figuring out a way to watch it together. I think that I would think be, the be easy, easy, part. easy. Amazon, yeah. If, if it's on Prime, Prime has watch parties. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. They, and they're like integrated by Amazon now. So that's that won't be nothing. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Super easy, baby. So, uh, yeah, we'll figure something out, boys. But uh, until then, I'm Kyle. I'm Ryan. I'm Brooks. <laughs> and I will we'll catch you next time <laughs> on Brooks Together, everybody. Your Bye. <laughs> Spooky,
2: scary skeletons speak with such a screech You'll shake and shudder in surprise
1: when you hear these zombies shriek We're so sorry skeletons, you're so misunderstood You only want to socialize I don't think we should A spooky, scary skeleton shouts, startling shrilly screams They'll sneak under sarcophagus
0: and just won't leave you be